Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Thoughts on Purpose podcast. My name is Nash Mackey and it is an absolute privilege to have your company on today's episode as it is always. Guys, just so you get the most out of this episode, I strongly encourage you to take some great notes. If you can't do it right now, make sure you do it later, but take some notes on what you're going to learn in this interview and make sure you apply it because it's one thing to learn something, it's a whole other thing to apply it. When you apply, that's how you retain the information. That's what I want for you. I want this information to sincerely add value in your life. So make sure you apply what you learn. Also, share what you learn with other people. Again, that helps you retain the information on a deeper level. Share this interview out with the people you care about and so you get to have a, an impact in other people's lives as well. Speaking, being an action taker, guys. If you haven't already, head over to IamNashMackie.com. Subscribe. That way you get the opportunity to send your questions in when I interview amazing guests like today's guest. And uh, you get to have your questions answered. And while you're there on my website, guys, be sure to book a free 30-minute one-on-one strategy call with me so you and me get the opportunity to deep dive on crafting a super powerful identity for yourself because ultimately... We never rise above the level of our identity, guys, our self-belief, who we believe we are, what we believe we are capable of. So guys, do yourself a huge favor. Head over to imnashmackie.com and subscribe and book in a one-on-one free strategy call. My gift to you guys. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into today's interview. So to begin, like we, we were on a call a few days ago, Ben, and your story just obviously resonated with me so much, having been a carpenter and worked in the construction industry. You used to be a bricklayer and now you're an incredibly successful network marketer. And I would just love for you to share some of your story of where you were and if you could share with us some of the changes that you had to make from being at that level, working in the construction industry to where you are now, I'd I'd love for you to share that story with our audience. Oh, had to make a lot of changes. <laughs> yeah. had, to, had to make an extreme amount of change. Obviously, going from being um, in the construction industry uh, where you, you, you're um, not really having to deal with too many, too many people or the same, same people each, each day, each week. Um, not ne- you're not really needing a lot of tact, not needing a lot of interpersonal kind of skills to going into something where it's all uh, social, it's all... Um, relationship-based stuff mm-hmm. and um, having been someone that typically wasn't uh, someone that liked being around a lot of people um, at the time uh, when I was uh, bricklaying, I was in a very uh, bad mindset, bad headspace, um, in, in a depressed state um, for a couple of years there. Uh, so going in this, into, into something that, is hugely positive was very hard for someone that was very negative yeah. i mean there was a lot of resistance initially getting having to be around a lot of positivity mm-hmm. um and uh, everything was obviously very new a lot of new ways of looking at things a lot of new perspectives a lot of doors opened as far as uh you know possibilities um so it definitely took a lot of taking a lot of what i learned in the construction industry, which served me really, really well. I mean, a lot of, a lot of my strong traits and uh, strong characteristics have been formed through the construction industry, which have, have really served me quite uh, well going into this. But there was definitely a lot that I needed to learn. Um, 
I think the the great thing and I think the really healthy thing about me in the beginning was is that I had fair expectations around just just exactly how much I needed to know, how, how much I needed to learn, what sort of time frame that was going to take and what sort of commitment. Um, and that was something that I was uh, happy to do. So I was very in the know of just how little I actually knew um, and knew what was going to be a requirement as far as learning it. Um, I It took me three three, three and a half years to learn how to be um, a bricklayer mm-hmm. um, to do something I didn't really enjoy just to kind of get by and survive. So I kind of figured, well, I can give five years to something on the, on the side, learning it for it to open up a whole world of possibilities and give me newfound hope. I've done this before with something I don't enjoy. I could easily do something, uh, do the same thing with something uh, that is much more, I feel much more purposeful in being involved in. And so I, um, I, I just really invested into learning it, uh, about what I need to learn. Um, and being very curious about what I didn't even know were things I needed to know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's really been what has uh, continued my growth and was a big factor was just falling in love with the fact that, um, there was so much I didn't know. And yeah. I wasn't aware that were things that would need to be known, uh, let alone just being aware of the fact that, the, that I, there's, there's knowing there's stuff that you don't know and then there's not knowing stuff you don't know. And, yeah. and then once you find that stuff, it's really, you become very hopeful of the fact that you're going to be able to mold um, and change. And look, if I was going to be able to hold a certain lifestyle and hold a certain success in, in a certain industry, mm-hmm. uh, it was going to require me to have to envision who could hold that sort of lifestyle, who could hold that sort of um, success. And it wasn't the bricklayer that I was at the beginning. And mm-hmm. I um, had to set a lot of uh, tasks for myself to be able to go and uh, almost like goal, almost identity-based goals to be able to help me move towards um, being someone that could hold it. Um, you know, you can't... Um, change your life with the same mind that created it. I love that quote from um, Wayne Dwyer and that's something. And, and I was very comfortable being wrong about a lot of things. Um, A lot of uh, beliefs that I had become so certain and entrenched were the truth. I had to be able to relinquish and, um, and, and, and growth was, was fairly rapid through that sort of, um, methodology around uh, you know the, the not knowing the uh, being okay with being wrong and the deciding of uh, you know who could hold it and then working towards becoming that more than actually going and a- achieving the goals itself yeah so there was a lot of there was a lot of work to be done I had to become more personable had to become uh, a, be- a better leader I had to uh, be better within um, uh, you know, conflict resolution, being able to deal with different personality types, being able to get out of my comfort zone a lot. Um, and very often, uh, f- um, all those very typical things that are very congru- uh, congruent to any sort of success, no matter what industry that you work yep. in. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And so what drove you? Because like this change is incredible. What was driving you? You said you were depressed. You said you were down and out. What was that force that was moving you? Because, you know, was it desperation? Was it inspiration? 
What was that? What was that fuel that was behind you there? Yeah, I, I think. Well, I mean, it was probably a blend, a blend of both. I think yeah. um, seeing, uh, I think seeing other people uh, no different than myself, kind of obtain a certain lifestyle. I think that was um, that sort of initially kind of led me to feel like the position I was in could change. But I definitely feel like I I, I was more driven from a place of not being desperate, but um, the desperation was more um, of the place that I, I functioned from. I was at rock bottom. Yeah. Um, I didn't really have anywhere else. I couldn't go. I, don't, I didn't feel like I could go any further south. I probably could have, wow. but in yeah. your own head, you feel like you probably can't, right? Totally. Yeah. And um, that was, that was um, you know, some, one of the most beneficial um, things that happened to me. Um, and very fortunate I could, I, I, I dug myself out cause, and, and some people, um, have unfortunately, you know, not been able to, mm. um, uh, you know, and I hope that people don't need to wait to get to those certain, certain circumstances before they want to create progress. Um, but yeah, I, I was, I was very, um, I, I was just like, well, you're not going to, it was just a very, a lot of very rational sort of understandings as well. A little bit of mix of emotional sort of um, things that I wanted to hit, but very, uh, very rational sort of um, uh, understanding and, and, and goals along the way. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, I wanted to help mum out. She, reti- uh, she um, raised four kids as a single mum. Uh, wow. We were not going to be able to help her because we, I could barely get by. And my sister, uh, who you know had done the whole uni thing for six years very very smart had her own business was also not going to be able to you know um, help out as much as she would like as well so mm-hmm. um, finding an avenue to be able to go and earn more than what we were required for just ourselves just to, for us to get by mm-hmm. was um, um, imperative it was it was it was needed and finding that platform had us be able to go, okay, well, let's um, look at what we could, what we could do a lot bigger than what we thought we were possible in the environment that we were in at the time doing that. I wanted to be able to travel. I had no freedom, had no choice, but at the end of the day, I just wanted along the way, a little bit of more choice. Um, Just I had, I didn't feel like I had any choice in in how my life was playing out a very victimized sort of uh, position. But I just saw it as an outlet just to be able to give myself a ch- just a choice. Yeah. Really. And I might, that is, you know, and, and the, and uh, the income and, you know, and that stuff, mm-hmm. that was just, that just represented choice. I never, we never set out to become rich um, or extremely wealthy. We just wanted to be able to, um, earn more than what was required for us to be able to have choice and be able to uh, help um, other people along the way. Mm -hmm. And obviously as a young man wanting to be able to experience what this world has. um, Wow. So they were, they were, they were the driving points Um, to be able to have fun. I wasn't having any fun. Mm, Um, 25 and just miserable and just not being able to do too much. I mean, I'm watching people go and try. I just was in a position where, just wasn't life was just bad. Like it just felt bad. And 
um, choice was going to be everything, even if it meant like an extra three hundred dollars a week. That gave that meant that if I didn't have to, if I missed, um, I didn't have to work a weekend. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, that was that was huge, and I think you know it's very easy to downplay that in in in, in the industry. And that was just a lot of the excitement at the beginning, and then just the goalposts just kept moving. The more those wow. sorts of things, uh, those the more abundance started started to flow our way. Mm-hmm. Um, things became a little bit larger, and you just I just yeah. moved the goalposts a little bit each time. Yeah, that's so powerful. That's that's incredible, mate. And so let's talk about uh, building your your self worth because as you, when you started out did you have the confidence like you have now? Cause you speak on stages around the world in front of thousands of people at a time, you know, it's incredible. Yeah. It's mind blowing. And, and you know, you've achieved so much. It was fun. So you're enjoying it. But so did you start out with that sort of, level <laughs> of confidence or did you, how did you develop that? What, what was the, what was the process there? And what can people do um, to develop that confidence? Very simple. Just become someone that says that that does what they say they're going to do. Mm. That was, that was it no matter how big or small, it was just the more you can just set a task for yourself where it's just like, it's just a more about the fact that you do it. You can, you, you can do it. Yeah. Um, was it was, was, has been, uh, and still continues to be my, my, my viewpoint to creating self belief and self worth yeah. is just becoming someone that, that does what they say, they, they were going to do. And um, again, when I spoke just before about creating uh, goals around my identity, it was just a lot of questions around, can, um, can this guy that holds everything, can he do this? Mm, mm, so and funny. it wasn't even like, can he, can he get this? Can he get this result? Can he, it was just like, can he simply do this thing? And it, when I first got started, I, I looked at people on stage or whatever and they were speaking and I was like, I don't know how they are doing this right now. I just, I, I just had, I didn't understand how a human yeah. being could have that level of um, ability to go and speak in front of a whole bunch of people like that. Mm-hmm. And they obviously knew things that I didn't know um, were helping them be up there. Um, eventually, I learned a lot of things that allowed them to be up there um, over time. Um, event like i i had a lot of stories coming through like uh like i don't need to be seen i don't need to be heard i'm like i'm comfortable going in the but my mentor kind of kicked gave me a kick in the ass and said look you've you've learned a lot you've been able to change you turn your life around 180 you've got a lot of knowledge that has been able to achieve, help you achieve that and you don't want to go and share it you're not yeah. and that's when i kind of realized that i was kind of not wanting to do it because i thought it was an egotistical thing um but i realized it was actually more egotistical with the fact that i just wanted to defend this identity of being someone that was humble and didn't need to be seen and be heard. And that's yeah. what I was making wow. about mm. when I realized that uh, it was actually more eager to not go and um, to disperse that information that it served me really, really well. It just, I, I said yes to an event that I said no to doing. I, I backflipped after we had that conversation and messaged him and said, yeah, okay, I'll do it. And, um, it was, it was, it was tough. I'd never put a, sl- a slide deck together. I mean, if anyone out there is like, Oh my God, slides, yeah. you watch these people with these epic slides. I mean, my yep. slides are yep. so basic, but I mean, I just, I learned, I, I, I learned how to do it. And then that was a thing. It was like, Oh my God, I've just done, learned something that seemed so oh, like hard for me to do a few weeks ago, I've just done it. And it was just built up from a, a lot of those things. And you start to come very aware of the fact that, 
how many things have you once thought that you did, couldn't do that now you can do? And then it's just like you understand that you can have that continuation. You don't feel like there's much that you couldn't do if you continue to just set the intention. And again, it was less about sort of how good can you be? How many people can like it? It was just like, look, Ben, the guy that could hold the life that you want, he can go and speak in front of a whole bunch of people. Wow. And it had nothing to wow. do with he can go and he can be really good or he can uh, do this or do that. It was just, he simply could do, that's just something he simply could do. Wow. And then it just built on that, you know, Ben can yeah. also be up there, but be extremely free flowing and, and uh, um, almost seemingly carefree. And that was just like, eventually it was just, and it was the same as um, speaking, Ben can go today. The Ben that holds the success you want, he can simply go and reach out to a whole bunch of people. And, uh, and want to be able to have them give him an opportunity to earn their business. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was just, it wasn't like oh, I need 10 people to say yes to me today. It was just, he can go and do that. Yeah. And obviously there would be results and, but they were less, they were less of a requirement for me to feel like I was, uh, I was progressing and I made the results less sort of important than actual doing of it. I kind of feel wow. like we're not, we're more of what we do than we are of our results. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can fall in love with that, you enjoy the journey a lot more and you spend, you're not going to have this requirement of things needing to come to fruition for you to have a sense of sort of fulfillment or, or, or happiness. And I think it was just being, um, uh, uh, purposeful is always so much more important than achieving what you deem to be your purpose or your life's work coming to fruition. I think being wow. purposeful is always a much more happier place to be in and instead of waiting for your purpose to be mm -hmm. come to fruition. Otherwise yeah, you is. just have these blips blips of blips of joy. And um, so I just fell in love with um, just sort of uh, choosing and envisioning the kind of person that could hold everything on and then just taking actions that I felt like he could. And all those things have now led me to be, you know, who you witnessed today, but I, I take the same tack now. Mm -hmm. So it's like this guy that we're, that's talking right now, his identity dies tomorrow. Wow. Like wow. I honestly have, I, I honestly feel like if you can continue to change and you make that such a forefront, you could only be judged once in your life mm -hmm. because you're never the same person every day. Yes. Someone can judge me today and someone can judge me tomorrow. But if I'm a different person each day and if I'm getting better and I'm growing, you can only judge me once. But if you stay the same, you can get judged every single day. It's like, that's awesome. You can judge me today. You mm -hmm. can't judge me tomorrow as long as I keep going. Cause this guy wow. sitting in his chair right now, he goes, he served wow. me up until this point, but I have to be able to, I, I have to identify with someone that can hold, um, what my life I want it to, to look like. Yeah. And it's those sort of um, intentions and goals that seemingly start to create this, this flow and ease of um, things, you know, showing up for you Wow. because that's just, that's just who can hold it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's I just, I feel like, you go to the, you, you don't walk up into the gym and go that you look at the heaviest weight and they go, I love to be able to lift that and then get annoyed at the fact that you couldn't lift it the first day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, and the person, if you, if you want your success and you want this sort of life, you can't expect it to be with someone, you know, who it is you are right now. And it needs to be a more fully expressed version 
eventually you can hold that, but it has to be someone that is capable of holding it. Yes. Right. You wow. don't get someone that's walked the gym, gym day one holding the same amount as someone that has been in the gym for the last three, four years. It just yep. doesn't work. And, but this is the thing. You might be able to have a day where you're just running on, a, or running on adrenaline and be able to lift something, but yep. you're not going to be able to hold it for a long time. And um, yeah. Powerful. Powerful, man. I love it. Absolutely love it. And so I'd love to touch on as far as network marketing goes now, what are some of the biggest misconceptions you see around network marketing? Cause I'm involved with the company you're involved with and I'm getting a taste of this for myself and it's an incredible industry, but what are some of those biggest misconceptions that you see um, over, over, or you've seen over your, your years in network marketing? Um, oh, there's so, there's so much. Yeah. Uh, there's so much. I mean, always the number one thing is like, oh, it's a pyramid screen. Okay. Like, like if I hear someone saying that, I like, I hundred percent know that there's someone I shouldn't take their opinion on just about anything because they're not objective. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I, I, I find it hard yeah. because this is the way that most of the world functions these days, and this is the biggest problem I feel is that people go and form an emotional decision they go to work to to go to decide can i believe this or how do i go to work to make to 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 not mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this comes with everyone's opinions with just about everything in, in life whether it be um marriage equality religion all this sort of stuff everyone goes to work to go and validate their initial emotional response opinion rather than going, okay, I'm going to be objective. I can't form an opinion until I get as much information and as much clarity from perceived experts in a number of, uh, in, in a number of areas for me to be able to go and make opinion. But people, yeah. people make opinions of a very little these days mm -hmm. of a very little mm -hmm. someone at the pub says something and it goes in. And it's like, well, that's just, I'm going to decide that that's it. And then we go yeah. to work to validate that. But, and this is the thing about a lot of documentaries that I think are really shitty mm -hmm. is they, they, they show one side and they go so hard to, to show one side of the coin, but they did no work to go and even question themselves or question their opinion to see if it could possibly be wrong. Yep. Yep. And I think if people lack that ability, like they're going to have a very, it's going to be very hard. And, and this is again, like being wrong can be like an amazing thing. If people are willing and being okay with being wrong, some people just more want their opinion to be right more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally get why people have skepticism around the industry. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I get it. Like there's a lot of you know people that and, and companies that go about things in a way which i don't agree with i don't yeah yeah right totally. yep. but you know if we if we were you know let's let's say we've got the afl mm -hmm. there's some great teams in the afl mm -hmm. and there's some poor teams but you don't go and say the afl is terrible because there's a couple of poor teams down the bottom yeah that i yeah. just that are drop the standard a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then there's, there's teams that are really high standard and that's the same for every industry that you're going to get 
you get people doing the, doing things right. You get companies doing things right, and you and you get the polar opposite. Um, so, I, do I do I feel like people's initial responses and and um, uh, skepticism is not unwarranted? No, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, um, but if you have that and you're unwilling to go and question it and actually go and search information and relevant information from relevant sources, then, I mean, I have a hard time with that sort of uneducated self-righteous opinion that is being built off of very little other than emotion. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that should be tough for everyone. That should, that should really be. Um, And again, um, uh, like I look at a lot of things in the industry and again, that I don't, um, agree. And I try to rectify them through my own example. My, like hmm. it's a, a phenomenal industry, but obviously you, you do get people that kind of, you know, treat it like amateur hour. Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's, that's congruent to most industries. Yeah. So, of course, of course. I mean, Totally get it. I mean, I've come up with every, I, I've, I've, I've spoken to people with every sort of uh, skepticism is I was very skeptical. Again, I'm a very rational thinker. So I had yeah. a lot of questions for me to be able to come to a decision. Did I want it to be um, not a possibility in the beginning? Did I want it to? Yeah, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. because it's much easier to go, well, this is not a possibility yeah. and it lets you get off scotch free because yeah, it's like, so well, true. no, things can't change. You can, you can stay in your ways and go, well, things can't change. Well, I'm not going to do that because that's that and it just lets you be in this victimized state. And I'm mm-hmm. not even just talking about network marketing. I'm talking about any online business or any industry or any uh, business that people want to go into is like they always just go to work to figure out why it won't work yeah, and yeah. why it doesn't work mm-hmm. and instead of going to find a hell of a lot of reasons and learning to be able to go and why, why it will work for them mm-hmm. and again like every other industry um, yeah. Yeah. people uh, get the I mean I love the, the best thing about our industry is that um, uh, that you get paid off your you know off your effort um, and it's very relative to your effort, um, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, people earn more depending on how much effort they put in. Yep. And we get a lot of, you get a lot of the, well, only this percent earn this amount of percentage. But again, other than p- people don't understand that when they take numbers like that, they take it off the whole company. And when you've got a company that's 83% c- pure customers mm-hmm. that have no intention on making any money, they're just happy with the product and the results that they're getting. They still take that, that they take the 83% that have no intention mm-hmm. and that gets factored into it. So you see a lot of that sort of questioning that mm-hmm. they feel like there's a low percentage of people that can actually succeed. But yeah. again, you've, where is that not the same for any industry? Mm-hmm. So true. Tell me an industry that's not that you that the 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 people that are doing the best is, is otherwise why would you get like is you can't gain a certain lifestyle that can just happen for everybody. Yep, it, it's just in in, in any industry. Mm-hmm. So again, then people kind of having that argument with this. I mean, they have to have that argument with literally everything. 
So yeah. what do you want people to do? You want yeah. people to go after nothing. You want yeah. people to like just not even throw their hands up and go, well, I'm not even going to bother trying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imagine if everyone said that to people in college basketball. Yeah. How many of them actually make it in the NBA, but no one ever stops them from going and chasing after it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small percentage make it to the NBA yeah. compared to how many are in yeah. college. And they spend years and years and years going after that and going after the dream. Should they just go, well, you know what? The percentage is perceived to be low, the chance that I'm going to get there, so I'm not even going to bother. Mm-hmm. And that's what people think that they're trying to protect people from from the network marketing industry. But it's like, what, you want people to throw their hands up and quit, quit life and not go after something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people that do the best get rewarded because they put the most amount of effort in. LeBron James is LeBron James because he, he, he works hard. He gives time. He puts in commitment. Um, he's coachable. Um, and, you know, again, he's probably willing to be wrong and look at where he can improve, um, be very, you know, objective and, and put the work in. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, there's, there's so many skepticisms I had and things that showed up for me, but I just looked at why, I, why they were potentially coming up for me. Yeah. What, was, yeah. what was a little bit deeper as to why I didn't want this to be something that could work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that's so powerful. And once I got over that, um, and I, like, as I said before, anyone that's watching this that has skepticism on that one, trust me, like, you're not, you're not stupid for, no, for initially uh, thinking I was, I was that. I myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Um, but don't be someone that goes and has that, but then doesn't question yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, like that, that tone is not going to get anyone far in anything. No, totally. In any aspect of their life, Right. So I just hope that people take that tone with everything um, and don't just go, well, this is absolute truth Mm -hmm. and don't go and actually find the information that could actually improve their life or, or enhance their their already, the the belief they already have. You can't Mm -hmm. lose out by being inquisitive and curious and questioning yourself and questioning what sort of place you're being skeptical from and what it, what it actually means. Totally. So a um, lot of skeptical, I mean, yeah, it goes on, doesn't see it? These lifestyles. I mean, I obviously have a little bit like people kind of, uh, some people are very hypey around it, glitz and glam and this, and a lot of t- sales tactics that maybe I don't take mm-hmm. the tone in. Um, I like to set very fair expectations. I feel like probably one of the, the, the things that probably, um, uh, people do in the industry that does cause a lot of um, um, dislike is is setting of unfair expectations and a lot of hype tactics and a lot of marketing. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's a little bit takes people astray. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I've done really well from bit having a straight laced, straight arrow um, approach um, uh, to to what it is we do. Yeah, and I feel like people um, have been able to trust me as as far as how how straight up. Um, mm-hmm and how clear of an expectation I set for people um, in, in alignment with, with whatever their goals are, yes. whether, it, whether it be their health, whether it be business, whether it be finance, whether, whether it be their relationship, mm-hmm. whether it be with their own self-growth, always the same tact. Mm-hmm. Powerful, mate. So powerful. So for anyone who's considering network marketing as a vehicle, you would just suggest to them, do their research and probably find a company that's in line with what's most important to them too because clearly, you know, you're a healthy bloke um, health's in line with what your values. 
So is yep. that a big part of it as well for you? Like you, you definitely suggest that to people to find something that's very much so in line with it or just because they see certain people getting certain results in the company, should they go after that? Yeah, I think most people um, don't do as well as I like because they, they kind of align, like they align with something that they wouldn't, they wouldn't be passionate about uh, if there was no money involved. Okay. Like my, my sister got involved in this because uh, we didn't even know it was network marketing. Wow. We, didn't know the network, we didn't even know network marketing was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we, um, uh, we just started because we were both very in how I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. Um, I think us both getting great results um, from whatever, from our product was the catalyst. I mean, you have to believe in, in what um, it is you're doing. Totally. Right? And yeah. A lot of people on Instagram that, and again, people don't have to take issue with is the fact that they get these sponsorships for products and take money and, 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 and want their, their, their followers to take it on when they don't even like it or they don't even mm. use it, but they're happy to yeah. do that. No one criticizes that. But then, you know, you find people that fall in love with something that has helped them and they're sharing information Mm-hmm. Right. I was doing, we're doing that every single day, whether or not we like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, we loved, and my sister was doing it, not knowing she was getting paid. She was referring on to people, not knowing she was getting paid into wow. my account. There um, you go. So I think we were very fortunate in the fact that we came across something that we believe wholeheartedly um, into. We would have, uh, we would have our family use every day for the whole life. Um, so it is, as you said, it's, it's the most important thing when anyone's looking at a network marketing company is to, you know, there's a few things obviously is a visual, is it emotional, um, a product? Is it something you would use, uh, even if there was uh, no compensation plan, um, involved, which I would hundred yeah. percent do. Yeah. Um, and it allows me to stay in the long, stay in the game because it's just something that I love. Uh, I see a lot of people um, and a lot of young guys that have never used skincare. In the whole, I mean, I, I, should pro- I probably shouldn't use such a, a specific um, <laughs> example. Uh, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of young guys never use skincare in their life. Going yeah. to a skincare company because they look at a conversation plan and think it's really great. But then yeah. you know, it's hard to be passionate and 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 genuinely be enthusiastic about something like that. I mean, some of them might do, but yeah. Um, I mean, I think that always brings into question, you know, your intentions as to why you're, you know, do you actually believe wholeheartedly, or is would you be spook, you know, wanting people to use something that um, you before knowing there was money involved would even use? Mm. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's the big problem. People look at um, conversation and money and what they can get for it more than hey, how can this impact my own life personally um, first, and whether or not I can fall in love with this to yeah. make me sharing this fun and easy because because I just love it and I believe wholeheartedly in it. And that's the people that have the most success are the ones that believe wholeheartedly and love their product. Mm-hmm. And that's where I started off. I started off as a, like, I just love the product and eventually got to a point where I just could not, not share it with someone because it worked so well for yep. so many people around me mm-hmm. that I felt like I, that I felt good that I, I had something that I knew could work for people and I could get behind. And then 
you know, that was probably the first and foremost thing. So mm-hmm. my success and, and a lot of people's success in the industry comes from the fact that they love their product. They yeah. love their service. Yeah. Um, and it gets results and it provides solutions. Totally. And, and if it does, you can't stop people from talking about it. 100%. It's just, it's just, it's just handy that there's kickbacks in. Yeah. Bonus. Yep. <laughs> no, I love it, mate. So powerful. So Ben, just, we're going to wind up very shortly, mate, but I'd just love to find out how much of what you've achieved has been based off goals you've set versus just doing what inspires you in the moment, if you know what I mean. Like how much do you sit down and strategically plan out your years to come, your months, your weeks, or how much do you kind of move from a place of just inspiration because it feels right in the moment and how important is goal setting to you? Oh, I mean, content, content wise, content wise. I mean, a lot of what I do is content creation. Uh, it has to be inspired. I can't just go, okay, you've got to create something. You've got to create a post totally, or you've got yeah. to do it that day. Or the, I mean, uh, industry that like, that's important, but, um, with, with certain things as far as business is concerned with, with what we do, but from a, like a, from a creative content sort of perspective, very, very much, um, uh, off the cuff inspiration. A lot of the other posts uh, for a lot of people who are watching this. Yeah. It's good to have a planner, um, of, of how you're going to share, um, you know, um, on your social media, mm-hmm. um, and, and express, you know, everything that is an occurrence of, of the company that you're involved in. Um, uh, events are obviously a big thing. So that take, that takes a bit of planning and, uh, in, into working towards events. Yeah. Um, it definitely pays off. We were very intentional. I do feel like you've got to be uh, fairly intentional. Um, you know, obviously setting a goal, setting the goal just allows you to understand uh, the work that's going to allow you to progress yourself. And it's going to give you the tracks of who, who's, who you're molding into and allows you to, have the, to find the actions that are required to do what that person can do to hold it, as I said before. Totally. So being able to get tangible numbers in, ten, in time frames and everything like that really then di- can dictate your intention and, and the work ethic and the work rate. And that's, that's super important. Um, I, I mean, I, for many years, had to, to do a lot of the um, organizing and stuff myself. I've been fortunate enough to be able to... Um, bring on a friend who's uh, a PA who's a, who's a good friend of mine mm-hmm. to be able to help with a lot of stuff. She um, uh, can help with a lot of that. Let me spend more time in my creativeness. Brilliant. But, um, you definitely have to like organizations are one of my weak points. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I kind of like, that's why I get help with it. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. For sure. I mean, I know my weaknesses. So I, I kind of, I, I, I get help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for sure, you you definitely need to set tangible, whether or not be health. I mean, that's why I'm doing a 16-week body challenge. It just allowed me to understand what is required for me over the next, or over the, I'm only a couple of weeks left of it, but over the 16 weeks. Yeah. And um, uh, once it's done, it's it's allowed me to mold into who can hold a greater body in the future. Yeah, totally. So, um, Definitely be very intentional with your yeah. goal. But again, I, I mean, I don't want people to be too attached to those, those outcomes. Yeah. Find a lot, finding a lot of joy in the fact that you've been able to be so organized 
that you can work out what is required for you to simply do, right? Mm -hmm. And then you'll get better at getting results if you're loving what you're doing. But obviously it does require an intention to let you know the direction of how that's going to be caused. And without that, it's very hard. You're kind of floating around and kind of hoping and wishy-washy and everything like that. So organization is a big thing, big weak point for me, but super important. Um, and a structure is, is, a, is a great thing. It, it allows with less overwhelm. Yeah. I know a lot of people like to have their, their Sundays, Sunday afternoon, having a look at their week ahead, getting it all out of their head. And then yeah. basically, you know, having alerts on their alarms and their phones and, um, being able to then just uh, not have to think as much because they've done most of it in, the, in on the Sunday. And it's just then about just doing it, just about oh, okay. doing it. And then you can feel good. You can feel good by the end of the week and then you, you go again. Yep. So, so creatively content-wise, mm -hmm. I think it's a spur of the moment. I think people can really tell whether or not it's like a forced thing. Um, yep. Content-wise, that it is expressing what – your, what you're involved in and in, in your opportunity and your company and what comes of it. Yep. Um, obviously being able to um, have, have times when you do those things um, is great. And then obviously other stuff out there. I mean, it just, I think getting organized in those aspects does allow you a little bit more uh, ability to have uh, the energy to, to be in a creative mindset, which is, which is super important, especially in an industry that, um, uh, you know, the more creative you get sometimes is not great because okay. following systems and structures is, is um, the most important. Being able to simplify that and get really good at that uh, is most important rather than necessarily going creating a new yeah. stuff. I see, yeah. For me as a person, I mean, I need to be, uh, you know, stimulated through um, uh, creation, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the bricklayer. Bricklayer coming back out. He wants to keep building, mate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just I mean, yeah, just piecing my, piecing myself together. And uh, yeah, like I said before, the guy that's on this call right now, I mean, he's served me well to right yeah. now, but um, he has to go. He has to go, wow. and I have to. Um, and again, I, and this, you know that you know what the funny thing is, and I, I mention a lot is it's it's kind of a little bit contradictive, a little bit when people with low self belief don't want to go and. Um, do things that are contradictive to their identity. It's like, because typically if you don't even like who you are, why are you trying to protect that so much? Mm. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. It really doesn't. Wow. You should be, you should be someone that's most likely to go, you know what, this is, I'm going to do this. This is uh, completely different to who I think I am. Mm. And that means that you're not protecting and not keeping who, who you are safe. And if you, mm. if you don't like that person, why keep them safe? Go and do the stuff. Go and do the stuff that you think scary or you don't think you're worthy of because that's completely different to who you don't even like. Yep. People who are in love with each other, in love with themselves, have, probably should have more reason to try to defend themselves or trying to protect their identity and, that, and then actually do less. Mm. But people with low self-belief, you, you really, you, why, are you, why are you defending that? Mm, wow. You're not doing stuff, I've got low self-belief go and fucking do it. Why are you protecting that? Totally. Totally. You know? And that's, yeah. that's, that's just how I felt. I'm like, well, I don't even like myself. Why am I going to protect this dude from not going out and getting a whole bunch of no's? Yeah. Right. I would actually love myself a little bit more at the fact of that simply because I could do it. Mm -hmm. I'd have more self-respect for myself because it was a contradiction to the person I didn't even like. Yeah. 
So right. true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a powerful, powerful way of looking at that, actually. I like that. It's like they're getting a secondary gain there. That's, that's why then they're kind of addicted to the story or the, that identity more so than the actual idea of succeeding. So, and they're, but they're, they're, they're bringing everyone else down, complaining about it, moaning, but, you know, gets yeah. nowhere. It's, it's ego attachment. I mean, yeah. if we're in low self-belief, it's because we don't, we're not worth, we don't feel like we're worthy. Hmm. So then going and doing things that you don't think you're worthy of is, is freeing. Totally. It's freeing. It's like, that's, that's a, most of what I do is just so I can become a little bit more mentally freer from myself. From myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? love that, mate. Absolutely love it. So Ben, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the call today, mate. And I just really appreciate your time. You've given me a lot more time than I asked for. So really appreciate that. And just, really want to, I guess, praise you for, for what you've achieved and being a, a young guy that's out there stepping out, making a difference, leading. And I uh, just want to, I guess, congratulate you on all you've achieved and just thank you for being someone who's out there making a positive difference in the world. It's inspiring to me and definitely going to be inspiring to others. And I'm excited to share this interview out with other people. So thanks so much for being with us here today. And I've got one final question as we wind up there, brother. And it's simply moving forward from this point What's the impact that you want to have? Oh. Just a nice, easy one to find. Uh, I mean, I've, I, I mean I've, I've taken a tone over the years where and I think it le- allows me to function with a little bit less weight is that I'm not, I'm not out to change the world. Um, if, I can, if I can change, I feel like I've not changed anyone's life. I feel like they're full, everyone's fully empowered to make the decisions. Um, I may have, they may have attracted information through me. Um, that's all them. Kudos. Yep to them yep. for, for inviting that information. It just so happened that it came through me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It would have found its way somehow if you're, if you're inviting it. Um, but I feel like if I can just really um, learn about myself, um, move myself, uh, you know, and, pro- and progress um, my own life, I think that people can use that example and whatever I learn from that is going to be able to be passed on um, and people are going to be able to... Uh, be extremely empowered to do the same for themselves. So that's, that's the ripple. I don't kind of hold any sort of God identity of thinking that I'm changing a lot of lives. Um, But I I do definitely, I I think I just, I want my family. I definitely want my family to remember me a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, I want my close friends to remember me uh, um, in a certain way. And that's all from who I was as a person. And again, so, so much of what I do is based around, you know, identity work. And I, I just, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's important to me. Um, and I just hope that I've kind of, you know, been, I've, I've caused a little bit more ease being here than I've caused harm. Mm. <laughs> that's powerful. That's good. That, no, that, that's a, that's a worthy ambition. And that, that's that's all you know. That's that's all I feel like I can really do. Again, I don't want to put too much weight on on my shoulders because then it makes it harder to actually do the work. So yeah. that's yeah. why I take that tone. Um, 
and uh, hopefully hopefully someone's got something um, out of this and I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you thinking me uh, for having me on um, and I'm excited to do more, more work with you over the years, mate. Yeah, no, absolute pleasure, Ben. Thanks so much for your time, brother. I appreciate it. All the best, mate. Thanks, Nash. There you have it, my friends. I hope you got incredible value from today's interview. Be sure to follow the work that our incredible guest today is doing. Okay, get amongst it, guys. They are up to big things. Before we wrap up, guys, I want to take a minute to acknowledge you. Sincerely, I want you to feel this. I, I acknowledge you for being someone who values their life enough to invest the time to listen to this audio. I want you to get the most value out of this. So again, be sure to, to apply what you learn. Be sure to share what you learned with other people. Share this interview out with the people you care about. You know, a few years back, I, I used to immerse myself in listening to podcasts. I used to listen to three, four podcasts a day as I was working a job that wasn't necessarily that inspiring to me, but I did it. And it's a dream come true for me to be here interviewing people nowadays. And you having you here supports me in my dreams. So that's why I'm really so grateful for you being here. Uh, and I want to I support you even further. I want to give you the opportunity again. Head over to IamNashMackie.com. I want you to be part of our, our next guest interviews coming up. I want to be, you to be part of our community. So head over to IamNashMackie.com. Subscribe. Also claim your free one-on-one strategy session. I'm really so excited to connect with you and help you build a powerful identity. Guys, thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. I look forward to bringing you another incredible guest interview. Thank you for joining me for the Thoughts on Purpose podcast.